Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Medicine Ball Podcast, where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your mind. Now, exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now, if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand, as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well, just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training, practice, and work. Now, I'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort. And who doesn't prefer things that are easy? Well, the first step, my friends, can be very easy, and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now, exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will, however, begin to look at things with more peace, understanding, and patience, while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life. Now, before we go any further, I'm no doctor, no psychiatrist, no psychologist. I have, however, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years. And to be honest, I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person I wanted to be. And that, among other things, required me to look at my mental health responsibly. So whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it, it doesn't matter. Maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips, tricks, and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life. Pull up a seat, kick up your feet. This is your family, man. Welcome home, no judgment zone. This week's episode, I gotta be quick. Mamba just heard someone doing dishes downstairs, so of course he thinks he's involved. Episode 419, BPM. BPM, let's go. Welcome, ladies and gents. Gents and ladies, let's get right into this week's episode, BPM. Before we do, got to do my intro real quick. So right now, right this second, if you go over to Medicine, well, it's going to be in the leagues, man. Look, I ain't even, I'm not even prepared. Actually, it's my name. Lorenzo Scott and three eyes, right? Because I have more than one account. I'm learning, I'm growing, right? But it's Lorenzo Scott and three eyes. And I actually went back and looked at the link, which I'm going to attach as well. There's an intro video. It's the first of many to come just so you guys can go see. Um, I think I'm going to talk about this next episode, but it was the same thing with the podcast, a bunch of fear and hesitation. Long story short, man, go run them likes up. I know y'all like, man, we want to subscribe. You ain't got nothing up there. I know. I know, but hopefully as I continue to do this, it will get better and better, and uh, that information is actually relevant to this week's episode. Um, merchandise, it is up on the website, www.medicineballls, in the number three, that's right, www.medicineballls3.com, forward slash shop. If you want to get fancy, you could go and check out the merchandise. Um, I appreciate you guys' support. I am continuing to just stock up inventory. Uh, I'm, I'm, I didn't really... And I, I, don't, I don't know, man, like as you build a brand and, and I know this from music, which is what this episode is about, but it's just like, I don't know what I expected, but it's like you got to run a real store. Right. So continue to support. I appreciate y'all. Uh, go get that merchandise. Follow me on my, all my social medias Medicine Ball LS3. Follow uh, my man, that guy Mamba. And is there anything else I need to say that's relevant? 
more stuff coming, man. I'm everywhere, and this is going to segue right into it. So, needless to say, with all of that being said, and I'm not complaining because, um, you know, a lot of times, just from the religious aspect, we pray from stuff from God, and then when we get it, we complain about it. Like, God, I just want the podcast to be successful. I want to be financially secure. I want to be sound. And then... That stuff happens, but what happens is you get a bunch of more responsibilities, a bunch of more stuff to do, and you complain about that, and you forget to pause. So um, I try to always be aware of that, but not to complain, but it's just to give you guys a look into my life. And I think it's important because this is about something that started as healing with me and being diagnosed. A lot of people who are in the same situation or have a similar diagnosis who are early on in it or maybe just haven't really explored it are like, man, how are you able to do all of these things. I get text messages and shouts out to all of y'all who actually message me and whatnot, man. I will eventually message back. It's not that I'm being bougie or nothing. I'll be swamped, but like people who just say random stuff like, yo, I appreciate um your your streak on your language app is very impressive. Wow. And and so it's like I get to talk about it on a podcast, but with social media like technology, people can follow me in the Bible app, the, the, in the uh, language app, and actually see that I walk what I talk. So, with all of that being said, um, and God works so mysteriously, and I wanted to do this episode because it is going to be about music, like kind of, I guess you would call it raw, but like I didn't write it out too much. I've thought it out in my head, right, Jay Z, but I. I'm, I'm kind of like one taking it as I speak with you guys because I know what direction I'm going to go. I know what the acronym, how I'm going to break it down, et cetera, et cetera. But getting there, follow me. Um, YSL, I am in Atlanta, so it's like it would be unprevalent not to at least speak on it. And I want to be careful, but I have relations, I relationships, I have family members, and I was in the music, so... All of that just to simply say I'm kind of familiar with a lot of those situations, which I'm not about to speak on. With that being said, music has always been something that, hold that thought, LS3YSL. Music has always been something that like I cannot run away from, I couldn't get away from. And it's just like, and I spoke about it early on in the podcast, like my growth just in being a music producer it's just so odd because with that growth and my spiritual growth, I understand certain things about music, worshiping. But as I read books, I understand the human way of thinking. And it's a lot to digest. And I love it, even though it's tedious. And it's just like, I can't run away from music. I can remember vividly right now, like, and it's crazy, man. Do I have the picture? I think my aunt gave me the picture. But anyway, pounding away on my grandmother's grand piano in her living room, you know, and at that time with me being young, couldn't be no more than that. I'm not, no cap. I know the age sounds crazy. Three or four max, right? You talking about a guy who was MC for plays at three years old, which is out there on footage. But I, anyway, keep pounding away on the um, piano. And I can remember two things about it <laughs> vividly, right? On top of that. Number one, to me, I thought I was like kind of making it go together as I'm just clunking away, right? Because eventually, just if you have any understanding or if it, it, for me, it's my talent or my gift, you can get from one note to the other. You can get from one pitch to the other, one sound or another. And with the piano, it's just steps, literally, right? I'm giving y'all a music lesson. It's going to be a good episode. But anyway, to me, it would probably be like at least like 
and I don't want to over exaggerate, but just say like an hour. And I'm like, oh man. And within that hour, I might, I now know it's called a scale, right? With the steps, I might get up and down the scale within that hour. <laughs> Like twice, so that means it's a lot of bad notes in between that. So I remember that, thinking it was, in retrospect, you know, I know it was horrible, but me thinking, yo, I'm doing pretty decent and just enamored and just pounding away from it. And number two, <laughs> in retrospect, my grandmother annoyed as hell. And I'm going to tell you why she was annoyed. Um, it wasn't necessarily because she loved me. I was her grandchild that, like, yo, he's making this noise, but it's just like... Man, you ain't here for this all this time, and you like at least get it right. It's not even right. So she was annoyed by it, and she was annoyed. And I love my grandmother, man. Rest in peace. She was annoyed to the point where she got me. And even while I'm saying this, I realized like my family did a lot to make sure I had the same as other kids, regardless of color. But she had went ahead and got me a piano teacher, a white guy who came over to the house, and it wasn't like a mansion, but this a dope situation, and would teach me now. When it comes to gifts and talents and me knowing music, I'm going to tell you little things that I, as a producer, that I did in retrospect. I'm like, yo, you can't tell me God don't want me to do something with this. And I remember YSL as I hear Mamba coming up the steps. Hopefully I can get to this point. <laughs> Hopefully I can get to this point. But I remember, like, I knew the way that the keys look with the white and black, kind of where the middle C was, even based on my tone. So, man, my grand my grandma was probably pissed. I uh, took a marker, and I think I had tried to mark it, right, so I can get back to it. And, again, with music theory and everything, this makes perfect logical sense. Mama's about to ruin this story. Hold on. Okay, so, boom, I got it back pretty quick, right? So, um, so I was with the mar magic marcher, uh, permanent marker, magic C. So, long story short, I think, I, you know, because it's ivory, so it's like the marker wasn't writing on the keys, so I think I had gotten to a point where I was like, oh, and now I'm, I'm mad young at this point, y'all. I was still smart enough, and this is probably what inspired my grandmother to be like, yo, he got a passion. Mind that word, right? Because I couldn't see it, but she's wise. She, I, I took duct tape, and I had the pieces of duct tape, and I would just line them and then mark a little, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was just a color on it, but I just knew that, like, yo, I got to get my finger back to this position, right? Boom. So, I, that was, like, the basis. Now, between that time, and again, shout out to my family for really making sure I had everything. I remember, you know, the typical stuff. I'm an 80s baby, so you could do the math, but long story short, at some point, they gave us what it was called a recorder in school, right? <laughs> Yo, this is bringing back a lot of memories, probably for y'all too. But it's called a recorder, but it's like a flute. As a kid, we calling it a flute. Man, I'm gonna have to put money in the account because of my phone. And I'm gonna, I'm, yo, shout out. I'm, I'm gonna try to find a way to track that because I know it'd be mad episodes where I'd be like, yo, I, I tax myself. I'm gonna put it in the account or something, and we gonna donate it or we gonna figure something out. But somebody hit me up and remind me that, right? So, um, a recorder. It was really a flute. But and again, this is in retrospect now that I know music theory. Um, it had one hole at the bottom of it and then all the holes at the top of it that you use your fingers for. And I just remember, and this is just my curiosity, and this goes all to my passion in this story. I remember learning very quickly, and they probably told us, but we were kids, hey, you got to cover this hole because that's going to give you um, the main 
you know, key you're going to have and then cover the other ones. But if you don't cover this main hole, you know what I mean? When you press the other keys, it's going to throw the tone off. But they don't tell you that. So long story short, I'm around the house. I think that thing might be downstairs somewhere. It's definitely within 100 yards of me. But I remember that. Then I remember getting into orchestra. And I told this story previously about how I had to uh, fake a whole orchestra concert. <laughs> Yo, man, I can't make it up. I had to, like, pretty much mime a whole orchestra concert. But when I was taking it seriously, like, I, I don't play violin even to this day, right? I knew um, where to press the, uh, the, the strings to et cetera, et cetera, right? Now, that got cut shorter than it probably should have because, I don't know, to show you how the brain works, I just always was scared. And I know where it came from, watching too much TV and cartoons, right? I was always scared that the string was just going to pop and hit me in my face. No matter. So when everybody be playing it all aggressive, and I just couldn't get with it. So I strayed away from that. I tried guitar momentarily, side note, down the line. Um, that's where my um infatuation kind of weirdness, if you know anything about me, like I had the guitar hero guitar and I was really into the game. But again, it goes all to this story, music. Boom. So um, I strayed away from that. And so, boom, high school years, right? So this was probably like 98. Hold up, 99, 2000. Because I graduated in 02. So no, 99 or 2000, right? Man, I'm trying to fast track this story for you. But when you hear what I've gone through and even the passion in my voice, I'm going to bring it all together. And I'm not stuck. I haven't forgot about YSL, but this is why I needed to get here to the point and let you know about music, right? So... Around that time, you know, I was in a predominantly white high school. And long story short, they had connections. It was, you know, I don't even want to shout out no names. I don't want to make, because I, I still got relationships. But it's just like, it wasn't uncommon for one of the kids I went to school with to stay in this big ass house and just like work for the Hawks as the ball boy. So now they know JD. No cap. Right? So boom. Somehow we got to talk about Ludacris and somebody got in the studio with Ludacris. And at this point, I'm starting to develop. And this is proven. I always mention this offline, but my SAT verbal score was above average. But we were battling and freestyling and I was already engrossed in that. So from there, it went from that. I don't know if Neptune's can. I don't know. Somehow I got back behind the scenes to like, yo, I'm going to look at producing. And I got this program called Reason. Right. And so like at this time, because I graduated from high school at 17, I'm probably like 15, 16. And I talked about this on a previous episode, but without saying too much, it wasn't no YouTube back then. Right. It wasn't no Reddit where you can go into a forum. Right. And of course, I got the program for free because now I know in retrospect how it works. Somebody had to pay for it. But long story short, I finagled it onto my computer and I had the for real unlock version with all the sounds and CDs and everything. So I'm playing with this and now I'm getting into my music production because a lot of people was like, yo, what's up with your music producer side and what's going on with your music production? And I'm bringing this all in a circle. I got y'all. So it's like, I'm learning from the rawest form. If anybody knows about music, what a loop is, what a sample is, right? What a reverb machine is, what a drum machine is, what a pattern is. And I don't know at this point that like how crucial that is when it comes to beat production. But I remember seeing these little, if you ever mess with reason, like, okay, here's this little drum machine. Oh, if I press this, oh, oh. And, and it's just like, there was no YouTube or Reddit. So let me tell y'all, I'm going to let y'all a little bit into it. So simple stuff. So for instance, now in FL Studio, 
you can extend your drum pattern to go out however many bars. And this is deep. I'm not trying to go over your head. But you can extend your drum pattern to go out however many bars you want so you can do different stuff with it within that time to match up with lyrics. I didn't notice at the time. So it's only 12 little steps, because that's what it's called, back to music, boom, do, 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 on the screen. Little stuff like hitting a little button. Now, what's this button on the side that says one, two, three, four? You hit it from one to two, and you realize now you got 24 steps. So this is basically like analog equipment on computer, which is highly difficult. And I'm like, what? You could go out to a... So I'm learning all of this. And the passion is there because it's like, why would you do this? And I always got to throw this in because I remember this is when my life changed. And this is when I feel like I made the moment decision to be like, yo, I'm going to really do this. I pressed the tab key on the keyboard and all of this stuff on screen turns around and all these wires are there. And I'm like, what? So, right. So, boom. Fast forward, so I start taking it serious, getting better. It's still no YouTube. I'm in college. You know what I mean? At this point, though, I'm in a music theory course, right? So I'm applying things. I'm still rapping, da-da-da-da-da. You know, I had choir experiences my mom had me with, and these is all things that I'm developing, but I'm not knowing what they are when it comes to bar, rhythm, tempo, pace, octave, scale, right? Boom. Um... So let's just fast forward and fast track. Boom. Um, whatever year Tony Montana came out. And again, this is how I know God has something for this, which is why I'm torn and I'm going to get to it. It's going to be a great episode, though. I don't even know what year it was. I can't think off the top of my head. But long story short, I got a studio and somehow through my connections and the person I am, it started with shout out to my man, Noble Anababa. When I left college, he got me straight. Somehow, I don't know how he did it. Off of Panola Road, Joy Studios, internshipping with Jagged Edge. I'm in there with Kyle Ringo and all them joints. This is what cranked me back up with the producer. Okay, boom, it's coming to me. I'm finagling around the studio and pro like, yo, <laughs> I see something I wasn't supposed to see. I started seeing like split sheets and like what the producers was getting. And I was like, oh, the twins, Richard, and the rest of them because they write. Oh, they wrote for Tony Braxton. They wrote for this. Oh, let me see what Jermaine Dupree. God dang, Jermaine Dupree. Boom, back in the production game. So, blah, 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 blah. So, of course, I'm dealing with these systems, but somehow I get from that to where I got a studio down at the Metropolitan Lofts. And at this time, DJ Toon was down there. It was the spot. It was jumping. This is no cap. Go follow my Instagram, my social medias. All this is documented. The photos is out there if you dig. I done finagled in there. Now, this is when I started, like, really understanding, like, jealousy and resentment. And I'm so pure-hearted, and I say this humbly at times, that I just can't believe, like, and now I can understand it in retrospect. Of course, why is this dude hiding his production technique? Yo, why he not trying to let me play with the system? He said, don't touch the system. Even as I'm speaking about it, he was, this person was sabotaging me. You know who you are if you're listening. It's just real. I ain't mad. Yo, don't load up my system when I'm not here. And I was like, okay, I, I was so naive. I could break it. Nah, he ain't want me to get no practice. He ain't want me to get better. Because I was always humble in the studio to where, man, and I don't even want to name drop right now. Um, They would play like 20 beats. They'd be like, what you do? You produce? Let me hear a beat. I play one beat, and I got their number. And I'm talking big names. So this is, I'm spinning up to the YSL stuff and whatever, right? I'm in there with Future, I'm in there with uh, Scooter, I'm in there with Duke, I'm in there with Yo Gotti and all this is documented, and I'm learning 
when it comes to the music and stuff, but I'm learning the politics at the same time when it comes to royalties, LLCs, boom, boom, boom. And I'm trying to fast track y'all because the guy I was working with, he got darn dirty on the ATL soundtrack. This joint is deep, man. This is, this is history right here. Really? This is history right here. So he got done dirty on the ATL soundtrack. And in retrospect, as I'm telling this, cause I heal with this. He ain't never get over that. So it's just like he did to try to do the same thing to me, but God made it made through. I got these relationships, got them. Boom. Fast forward. I had a lot of bumps and bruises. I had a lot of losses. I had a lot of, you know, producing the album, the whole album get dropped. I'm sitting around chilling with folks, but not understanding the split sheet. And my cousin, I'm just going to keep it real. Family, I guess he knew something was going on behind the back where I'm helping work on the production, but not getting the bread. Cool. I'm not even tripping because in retrospect, things work out, right? So I'm trying to fast track y'all. So now I'm heating up. This is coming more around 2016, 2017. I'm out here. I'm throwing. Now, mind you, all of this is incorporated with the during this time. I'm throwing parties in Atlanta at the hottest spots. Everything was just timing. So it's just like, not only do you produce, you with T-Pain. You with uh, all kinds, you know, I ain't gonna name drop, but I'm with these people. So it just made, I was really getting it. And I got knocked down off my horse. I remember my credit was good. Um, it was around the time when Jersey came out. Um, you do what you want when you pop. And whenever that came out, uh, the future and the Drake joint, I was at the tippy top. My credit score was well above 700. Because I remember I used to always be like, yo, my credit score is like the time you wake up to, for your kids in the morning. I was popping it, right? I had a dope car. Good. I blew all of that shit, right? Whew. I'm going to edit that out. I blew it all. And I fell. And why that's important to the story is because with that fall, it, it killed my motivation and my desire and my drive to even want to continue with music. And I'm not even getting into the details about contracts, money I was making, et cetera, et cetera, BMI and all that. It killed my drive. So at one point, and this is the story that I told recently. So I think like when I talked about this early in this podcast, it was from like this point I was talking about it, but it was like at this time, at this point, it's probably like seven or eight years ago, but I was at the bottom and it was like, I had disconnected so far from music to where I couldn't even hook up a MIDI keyboard. And I want to tell y'all how tedious it is when it comes to like getting one of these music pros. And I'm just using an example. And all of this is tied into the shortcuts and the secrets when I was in the studio, because there's people I'm leaving out right now who got tracks with famous folks on a 15th mixtape who are in situations and still continue to do people dirty, which is why they on their 16th mixtape, who I just found out recently, like I'm talking within the last four months, who I kind of was like, why is he always competing with me? Why is he not trying to teach me nothing? How does he know all these secrets? Like, And he was always a motivation because, and this is respectful, I was like, this dude ain't got more drive than me. He ain't smarter than me to figure this out. Long story short, I just found out like three, four months ago, he went to school for it. He went to school for it. And just my determination, and, and this goes all into like the mamba and me. This is a more me episode, right? But anyway, which helped me heal because I was like, man, all this time I'm trying to keep up on him. I'm on his butt with the tricks and tips and secrets. Wouldn't give me my beat tag when that joint takes 30 seconds and all of that. More hate. He went to school for it. So all of that to say, bro, when you get into, I'll just use FL Studio for an example. 
the difference between these top-notch producers, and that's why I still get straight bread for my production. I'm bringing it back to the YSL and all this music stuff and all that. I'm bringing it back, right? I still get bread because I understand this. The difference in teams like the Zaytoven, the top-notch productions and all of that, it's not your ability to get on here. Hell, our kids can go on here and click and make something that sounds decent. A dime a dozen, YouTube University. I ain't had that, Right? The average hot producer on your track right now, he don't know what a scale is. He don't know what the mixolodeon scale is. He don't know what a half step is. He don't know what a minor or major chord is. He don't have, because the, the new, and I'm starting to sound old, and I sound like this when I be talking at work. This new generation just like, they so instant. And the thing is, you can get instant success, but you're not going to gain the intangibles that you get from getting it out the mud, BPM. Right? And let me just piggyback on that, and that's why I see God works, right? So this is where I picked up on the last time I spoke about this on the podcast. Not only was I going through all of this, and I'm holding my space, y'all. I know I was talking about FL Studio and what the difference is, but I just want to pause for a second. I'm getting all these skills, and there's still stuff because I didn't go to school for specific things that I didn't know, such as double time and halftime, BPM when it comes to, man, I'm trying to make my ticks hit hard, right? Like, at one point, that was just real big to me. I know it's silly, but I was just trying to, I was like, man. And I was making it happen the hard way. And I just couldn't understand why these little young kids was making it happen so quick. And so I had to adapt, right? You better adapt to get smoked. Let me go on YouTube. I'm not even looking for that. I'm looking at, like, because they're explaining on YouTube, like, yeah, you got to arrange it like this and do it like this and snap it to the grid. Like, I'm like, man, that's a... The beats per minute. I'm traditional, I'm old school, so I'm trying to do all of this stuff at like traditional real time. What I now know was pretty much 60 to 75 beats per minute. And these dudes was just cranking the BPM up to 120, 140, and that was helping them with. Once I did that, man, boy, it was like a super saiyan. It, it unlocked something different. And even in that, when that happened, I was at a time where my spiritual growth was growing, where I was going through hardships, where I was determined to get closer to God. So long story short, to say, without saying going too deep, because I might have told it on the last podcast, but BPM is beats per minute. Right at that time, I was still making money. I was still doing my thing. When I seen that unlocked. I ain't even going to lie. I don't know if it was a, between that, the spirituality and everything, and me understanding, like, trials and perseverance. I just started crying. And I was working on a deal with somebody. Shouts out to them. They got something coming soon. Hint, hint to y'all. And it was something slight, but it's just like God is not to be toyed with like a genie. He's not to be toyed with like a like a video game or something. But sometimes he will, if you, and now mind, let me be careful. You got to be locked in with him. And we'll get into this on the next episode. But if you just a casual prayer here and there, and you're not really thirsty and hungry for God, he not going to do it. But if you are, sometimes he'll appease you and give you a little something. Right when that unlocked, right at that time, I had got like a deposit that was like four digits for something I was working on. I just broke down crying. Beats per minute. So let's fast forward you. So where was I at? So the difference between a higher level producer and an average guy is not that little quick stuff. 
It's folder organization, sound selection, and understanding of the technicalities, the little meticulous detail. And shout out to Robert Green. Yo, I'm going to drop a jewel for y'all. He wrote a book called Mastery, right? That explains this more in depth. Go check it out. But it's just like, short. for instance, shortcuts. Bro, if you sit up in the studio with Future, and you might know how to make a sound and all of that, but you can't just, when he say, yo, punch me back in. When he got that groove going, first I made it he missed. Hold on, hold on, wait up. Okay, run me back. Punch me back in. That little right there. If you're not somebody who can punch his tail back in because you know the shortcuts and how the program works and how to tweak it and stack another track, he's not gonna work with you. I don't care how talented you is. Nobody is. Time is money. So what all these dudes were hiding behind their back that I was thinking, like, what are they doing to the sounds? It's simple stuff. EQ in each channel. I ain't going to give y'all too much. Some of y'all might be rookie music people, EQ in each channel. Or it wasn't necessarily the ticks. It's the ability to have the sliders automatically fade in and out. Like, I remember when I was get early in production, and if you see it now, where they have the uh, these big sound boards, and they don't even touch it, and all the knobs slide up and all of that. It's called an automation. I didn't go to school for this. My beats per minute in my heart, and that's the first acronym. BPM was beats per minute, but it's also beats per minute. Ooh, that's a bar because that's related to Munich, but I'm talking my heartbeat. My heartbeat was all about this music. I couldn't tear away from it. I couldn't tear away from it. Man, if you don't know how to have your sound selection organized or the little hacks such as highlighting your scale, Snap the grid properly, drawing your note length properly, color coordinating your sounds, bouncing your files as stem files as opposed to the whole audio. These are the little joints that if you didn't go to school for and you weren't thirsty for, you're going to get smoked now, right now, today. If you didn't learn how to play hot cross buns and understand what a step and a pattern is, I can look at the keys right now. I could just feel my way around them because I know how the steps is. Oh, boom, there's two white keys next to each other. Here's that gap. So that means when I press the keys now, I have to start pressing these keys at the top. Beats per minute, my heartbeat for that. That's the difference. Do you know how to go in and set up all your VSTs and FL Studio so that your instrument comes up every time? Bro, if you don't know how to do that... You will quit this joint just because your Nexus or your plugin won't load that you did all that work on the sound, which you don't got to update on the program and didn't organize your folders right. Now you don't lost that $300 VST that aligns with the sound. Oh, you didn't save it. You got to unlock it again. That's the difference. And even though I didn't go to school with it, I did the same type of work and research that they just motivate you to do in school and have you pay for. I did it myself. And so now, let me transition over to beats per minute. My heart started pumping like that for God. Like, one thing that I understand, caveman tactics, the reason that, and I say this humbly, but I'm just trying to get y'all game. And I pray before I say this kind of stuff so I know it ain't blasphemous, right? The reason that I was able to leap over people when it came to my spiritual growth is because it went from God being a chore. And sometimes I'm going to be honest, he still is a chore. I, I got to be like, yo, forgive me for making you a task. But it went from that to being like, I'm, I'm thirsty for God, bro. Like all of my successes right now is to the point where I'm so locked in to where I'm scared to not pray a day because 
only God's strength and his lessons and his grace has gotten me to this point. It's like I'm holding up the weights, right? He's giving me, he's pushing behind me. He's holding up the weights. And if I do too much sin or step away from unrighteousness, which is what happened in 2016 the first time, and I just forget about him altogether, what happens is he just steps away from you. So all that weight that you holding up, all the success and these victories without him, what do you think going to happen? Your arms going to be like on them cartoons, the xylophones type action. So because of that, and I don't want to get too deep into it, man, it's stuff that they do say within our, full in our faces in reference to the music industry, that's super true. And it's a lot of negativity and where I'm trying to go and where I'm at when it comes to my relationship with God, I cannot enter into that atmosphere without being aware of it. YSL. They started watching them boys in 2014. What year did I say Tony Montana came out? And if you in Atlanta, you'll be like, well, YSL has nothing to do with future. If you know, you know. Because if you know somebody and you're related to somebody who know Pee Wee Longway, I'm probably giving out too much, man. This is dope. This, this is history. But if you know somebody who know Pee Wee Longway, who's dating or baby daddy or your cousin or baby something, somebody with some of a J money, who, rest in peace, is messing cool with Big Peanut, and a scooter... And you start seeing, and if you know, you know, I ain't going to say too much, but you can see how me being right there around future and how Atlanta is, how that YSL thing, I ducked the bullet. And with what just happened to me, because I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I just been telling y'all I've been in an NDA, right? Working with music. I ain't going to put too much out there, but it's, 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 I'm out the NDA somehow. The album's not coming out, and y'all can read between the lines. So now, because my beats per minute has now leaned towards God and me knowing how music is and everything, and this has been a fight for me, y'all. I'm like, is that a sign? So again, it's like I kind of, and this goes back to religion, because God believes in retesting. He, he going to test you. And if you pass it, he going to test you. You better wake up and be like, yo, I, I passed this already. Right? I was starting to feel that doubt in the music. I have too much knowledge. He didn't make me want to pound on the kid piano and all this stuff that I told you. He don't waste talents. There's some good in that because everybody's like, yo, here this gospel and da 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 da. And there's contracts and stuff in this. Right? And I also, again, because beats per minute, and I'm not perfect, but I'm just locked in with God. I know how the devil play. He play dirty. It's a thin line if you're not locked in with God all day, man. He don't come. I be telling people this. The devil don't come like how you think you're a match. Oh, dark and oh, it's evil. Nah, he come as your friend. Hey, yeah, let's go to church. Yeah, let's do. One step outside of God, he gonna, he be on your tail. That's another story. So... That's what I was going to say. So tie all of this in, you guys. I just gave you an example of just like the music program, and that's how I operate. You could, I could probably make quick beats and make quick money all day. That ain't how I do it. So when you realize how complicated, and now mind you, I'm just naming FL Studio. I'm to the point to where when you have a knowledge, they could throw any doll in front of you, and you're going to be able to get a beat going. You're going to be able to get a loop going. It don't matter what they throw throwing to me. They got 
band walk, cake, cake walk and band lab. As soon as they throw it in front of me, because I got it out the mud with reason. And later, oh, I forgot to mention this, but there was a, another one right after it called Logic. Right. And I think the companies were together, but it made sense because it was a step up. Instead of doing beats, you could add vocals. I ain't going to get too deep into it, but that's my knowledge. And I ain't go to school for this. Right. But anyway, like when you get all of that, you could throw whatever in front of me. Garage band, throw garage band in front of me with no inserts. I'm gonna get a beat. I get a whole song out in garage band and an hour with nothing. Right? Now let's incorporate what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode video editing. Now, some of the workflow and processes, and some of because yo, you gotta be adaptable because y'all gonna have to just pick through it, man. It's a lot of hidden jewels in this. Um, like how I use the same strategies and techniques to this. So like one thing I learned immediately when it came to video editing, yo, let me figure out what these shortcuts is, bro. I ain't trying to be clicking around on this joint sliding along the video all day. And I laugh about it because it provides me, you know, it just makes because, and it goes back to faith. Like, I don't even know what it is. Like, God, could, this could be for to run a million dollar business and do something down the road. This could be to help one person who's meant to do that, right? So, I, I consider it pure joy, right? I know it sounds corny, but before I, I ain't gonna get too deep into that, but just, um, it's just like, <laughs> um, what do I do? Because even if I wanted to get into Christian, because all of this is giving me the skills that provide this very podcast and the reason I'm able to do it seamlessly. That's why I was talking about workflow, shortcuts, clipping, editing, pasting, copy, uh, undo, uh, da, 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 save often, save often, da, presets, uh, da, all of it translates and I'm acquiring all these skills, but I ain't no fool. Wise man, I stay with God, bro. You, I can't do it all. So that's just to give you guys a little insight on the music because people are like, yo, I want beats and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, I don't make five-minute beats, bro. I take it serious. And it's really a flaw to be perfect. That's the same reason it takes so long to get the YouTube popping in this podcast. I'm taking it too serious, right? But that's what's been going on with the music, but I will level with y'all. You see how I bring all this together? Did I address YSL and what happened? Yeah, because that shocked me in the now. Let me see if I'm forgetting anything else because I'm about to wrap the podcast up. I did this all off the top, but I know this is gold. This is the type of joint that go viral, and it's going to shake something up because all this stuff that I'm saying, these names I'm dropping, bro, go research it. I'm in Atlanta. Like, it, you can't throw out these kind of names in these situations, Stevie J and that kind of stuff, and nobody's going to call you on your bluff if you lying and you wasn't there. Go research it. But all of that to say, Bringing it all together. All right. BPM. So I gave y'all two acronyms, really three, if you caught the bar between the bar. Um, beats per minute. Beat per minute in reference to your heart. Beat per minute in reference to rapping bars. But what it really is, y'all ready? Beats per minute. And I need y'all to follow me with this with this acronym, right? Is blending passion with matter. And I can switch that up so many different ways. Now, first, let me define what I mean by matter. Purpose. Blending your passion with your purpose. Because I'm going to shout him out. Tony Gaskin says something. It's probably been a couple of months since I heard it, but I totally get it. And he's somebody who's a believer. He's religious. So 
I rock with what he says and I listen to what he says a little bit more or those type of people are a little bit more meticulous. But he was like, when it comes to, because I realized that my conviction and my tearing on a religious level is the Holy Spirit and that I have binded so hard with, with God and my walk religiously that there's things that I just can't be blind to when it comes to stepping across that other, because the devil relentless, boy, like 2K, they got a badge on there. I think I've talked about this previously where you could keep dunking on people and not get taught, uh, uh, tired. It's called relentless finisher. Boy, the devil relentless, right? But he said when it comes to being a believer, you have a decision to make because What's your passion? And this is, and look, this is going to be deep, man. This is going to be a dope episode. Yo, thank you. Thank you, God. Because I'm coming off the top with this because it makes sense. What you passionate about, if you're a believer, is probably not what your purpose is. And the example that I would use is, and this is not me, but it's like the average person love to play basketball, right? <laughs> Y'all know where I'm going with this, right? They'll watch every game. They'll be at every game. They can tell Kevin Durant everything. They'll be at LA Fitness, play basketball 24-7. But if God don't bless you with height, then you already at a disadvantage. But you can still win, but you got to be talented. So it's just like, just because you're passionate about basketball don't mean you're going to be a basketball player. You might want to be a basketball player, right? You might be good at Doing somebody's taxes. That same person who's just a hooper, think they a hooper ball for life, might be actually talented at, at, at doing taxes. So now they have this situation where they're not really committing everything to what they're God talented at, right? Because they're oblivious to it. And this is why I say the devil's so tricky. Y'all got to follow me. So I just want to say that. Shout out to Tony, Tony Gaskins. But like when it comes to believer, because most people tell you to believe in God, they're a believer, right? What he has for you is probably not going to be what you're passionate about. And that was a hard pill for me to swallow because music production, right? And it's just, it's a loaded situation just in people's lives. And I'm sure somebody can relate, but like, what is success? Depending on how I look at success, I could listen to that word from him and be like, man, that means I should just give up on music production. Not knowing that my whole purpose for learning this is to help some kid get this information for free faster than I did, right? That's just to get y'all, I know this is going to blow a lot of people's mind. It's a loaded episode. But it's just like, and again, this goes back to discretion and you got to have a relationship with God so that you don't take something like that from a credible source and just be destroyed by it, which I almost did. The devil, he relentless. But, um... Oh, beats per minute, right, right. It's blending your passion with matter or your purpose, right? Or you could put blending purpose masterfully. I came off the head with that. Blending purpose masterfully, master, masterfully, because that's where the balance is. If you're a believer in God calling you to do something, but you, and that's what you're talented at, you may need to, you know what I'm saying? You have to be adaptable. You might have to be behind the scenes. You follow me? I, I, I'm going to be transparent here, man. You know how often I've said this before, and I keep feel like I'm saying it more and more. And to be continued, but people keep saying stuff to me like, yo, Pastor Scott, Preacher Scott. And they just be joking, whether it be people on my team. My grandmother said it before she passed, so forth and so on. Now, mind y'all, 
I'm very transparent with y'all. With, with y'all, I'm getting to the point where I can say the specific scriptures and verses off the top of my head. But one thing I can tell you, it's not a story I can't tell you out the Bible that can relate to darn near everything that happens in life. Because I like metaphor. And these go look. Is I'm giving y'all something in it. I like metaphors and whatnot. And I think that's what got me so passionate about Jesus. I was like, bro, this dude got bars. Right? So now when I'm in a leadership role, and this is loaded, it's very easy to get, and this is why I pray for humbleness always, and I always say, always and careful of it, but it's just like very easy, again, what I just said about the strength in God, what he gives you, to step outside of that and give yourself too much credit. Right. But it's just like my whole thing was like, man, I am not going to preach the word. I can relate it, though. I, I It just works to get God. You can't God man plans. God laughs because I like metaphors like I could relate anything like, oh, man, she's been mean to me three times. The average old school, you know, African-American lady, if I'm dealing with him at work and be like, oh, man, she's done this three times. Well, how many times did God say do it? Now, mind you. I don't, I don't know the scripture off the top. I don't know the passage or whatever, but I know the average person, they grew up in the church, they're going to be like, seven times 70. You feel me? So it's just like things like that. My goal, man, playing God's laugh, was to just live in a way that would promote God's righteousness. But anyway, I don't get too deep into that. I'm open for it. BPM, man, you have to blend your purpose masterfully. You have to be passionate about your matter or your purpose. You have to find ways to blend it and be adaptable. And hopefully this story has told you the thing that I think most people do. And this is outside overcomplicating it and fear and all of that, which we'll go into because I'm going to wrap the episode on this. The thing that most people do. And I talk to many people about this, including my team. And this is a good way to wrap this. Is they give up. Because it's the easiest thing to do. Like, I remember, I don't even know where I seen it, but I remember vividly this poster that shows um, there's two images. And I'm going to end the episode on this. Boom. On the top image, it's an image of two guys digging through the tunnel. Y'all know where I'm going. And on the top image, there's a guy digging through the tunnel. And, well, anyway, it shows the tunnel being digged and he's walking away. And there's like a sliver of tunnel left to be dug. And there's a diamond mine behind it. And he walked away. And the other image is the guy who went all the way through and didn't give up and all the diamonds. And as a kid, I saw this as a kid, but that just really stuck out to me. You cannot give up. I promise you, life be like that, especially if you're a believer. I promise you, I promise you, on the, it's this much sliver left and you just quit on it. Right? Soaking. And literally, you could probably blow to your, to, to your goals and your dreams. Keep your head up. Y'all, I know I talked a lot. I know this is a dope episode, though, but I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go. I got stuff to do. Mamba snoring up under the um under the desk, man. And my side note, man, and I might have to look this up, man. I think that is just like you could be energetic, but if somebody's snoring like they in like level three REM sleep, you're going to get tired, bro. You could just wake up and somebody just like he ain't worked all day. He got his vaccinations today. Footage of that coming soon. But anyway. I love y'all. Y'all stay up. 419 Beats Per Minute, man. Go find what you're passionate about. Ask God what your purpose is and blend them together. Episode 419. I love y'all. Till next time, stay up. Yeah, yeah.